You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Uh, hello, how are you? Okay. Baba Booey. Howard Stern's penis. Raping. Tube. <laughs> Howard Stern's tube. Jesus, Howard Stern's tube. going to trip right over that. Boy, yeah, I can't imagine that would be <clears throat> a thing you'd want to see. Like, cause he, what the line is like, oh, uh, you'll have the boys tripping, tripping over, over their own tubes, tripping over their own tubes. Yeah, and like, so in my mind, that's just they have super long foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're masturbating with vacuum tubes, it just stretches it all out. <laughs> God, like a a weird cartoon sort of like a face being sucked into something, but it's your penis. I, uh, I, I. There's so many things that are said in this. I don't understand what they're supposed to mean. I, like, I, I mean, I think you do. I'm going to need you to stop that. I can only get so soft. Welcome again to Trash in the Can, where we watch bad movies, because that's just the tale of the tube in one short squirt. Um, <laughs> I am Eric Samaniego, oh. and uh, with me as always is the sumptuous piece of throbbing flesh to my scuzzy pump sucker, Mr. Wright Sulek. Wow, that's the, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. I know, it uh, it was hard to get out. <laughs> and actually, I mean literally just the and words were hard to get out. Orifice. S- yeah. Sumptuous piece of throbbing flesh. Sumptuous piece of throbbing flesh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. No, so we are being joined by uh, a new guest, and I know as the audience, you're thrilled to hear somebody else that hasn't been on the show a million times. Uh, Mr. Ben Glassdall. Hi, yes, I'm going to be using all the softening cream. <laughs> yeah. Which, which what, <laughs> wait, what is that? Well, we got to explain. Uh, how? Well, uh, yeah, th- see, this is going to be a little <laughs> difficult, because this movie, the visuals are really the thing. Yeah, and what did we watch, everybody? So it got two names. Of oh, those yeah. two names, which do we prefer? What do we want to call it for this podcast? Uh, the one that has a theme song, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's Life on the Edge. Or, or Meet the Hollowheads. Now, Meet the Hollowheads gives you a better idea of what you're walking into, I think, than Life on the Edge. Life on the Edge could be like any kind of movie about, I don't know, maybe teenagers yeah. that are going skiing or something. You're living on the edge. Exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm assuming that Meet the Hollowheads was going to be a little bit more appealing to a younger audience because Life on the Edge, it seems like, oh, that sounds like a rough kind of movie. I thought it was a movie about living on top of uh, bassist from U2. <laughs> <laughs> So we should get another guest. We've had on yeah, we made a mistake times. having yeah, a new person a here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but I think Meet the Hollowheads, even without any visual, it's like, okay, that movie sounds different or weird. And, Hollowheads. And also, it's, it's kind of inferring that they're stupid, right? But they're not stupid. That's but what you're like a but hollowhead it's, But it's is. a family, for sure, because it's Meet the blank. Right, right. But it's, I don't know, the, the, 
it's that's what it's at least uh, I would think it's about. But like they're not dumb. They're just maybe slightly aloof. I mean, you say that, but what do we think it was about after we watched it? Well, so that's my question. So, uh, Ben, do you have an elevator pitch for this movie? Oh, like, my what, God. Oh my God. What do you think this is? You got 10 uh, seconds. If you liked Brazil, Meet the Feebles, and Lucid Ideas when you took mushrooms, you'll enjoy this movie. <laughs> and misogyny. Yeah. If you like rape, buckle up. <laughs> Not on screen, just highly, highly to- talked about and favored, evidently. <laughs> yeah, I think this movie, the stance is pro. <laughs> It's like we're a very pro rape movie. Oh, I mean, there's the scene where like the boss is sexually assaulting the wife, like while she's serving dinner, and she's just like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's it's more like a oh a, oh a saucy inconvenience rather than like a crime, right? <laughs> and and then she's like, oh, now this is going too far. After like the assault is already happening. Yeah. So basically, from the trailer, <laughs> Sorry, we're way into deep into this. Yeah. This... So if you haven't seen this, you're probably baffled right now. <laughs> so from the trailer, if you have seen it. You're probably baffled. Well, right <laughs> <laughs> the trailer sets up like the sitcom trope of uh, 50s kind of looking in some of the way they're dressed y- yes, family yeah, housewife yeah. and husband he is bringing his boss home for dinner mm-hmm. and the boss turns out to be a creep which I-, I think is a fairly standard sitcom trope yeah sure and in fact now knowing that uh, one of the stars of the film uh, the young son went on to direct WandaVision maybe he took some inspiration for some of the sitcom tropes from this film oh, there's, there's, to WandaVision. There's interviews with him. He's like, you know, I was just thinking back at my times with uh, Meet the Hollowheads. And I just wanted to really incorporate that in WandaVision. Uh, if he said that, the world is over and there's I, no... I hope, because uh, the guy who uh, wrote and directed it... I mean, there are some other writers, but directed it, it's his only feature. He was uh, on makeup, doing makeup effects. So I hope he's still getting work and maybe now getting some connections through you know, the MC universe. And he's doing whatever makeup effects that they need. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the one thing I will give credit for this movie is that there is a ton of practical effects. and yeah, It's a size wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff is not bad, at, I don't think, at all. No. Uh, the, the makeup, in, especially in the last half of the movie, mm-hmm. there's some really gnarly makeup done. And it's actually really good, even if we don't understand the implements that cause any of that damage. Right. <laughs> See, now we've said something nice. Now we can tear into it. <laughs> But, so, but yeah, so that's basically it is, yeah. but I thought that would be more of the movie. Yeah. We don't, the boss doesn't show up until, what do, what do we say, like 40 minutes? It's at least like the 35 minute mark, something yeah. like that. And, the, but the first half is just, it begins immediately with John Glover, uh, America's uh, treasure, uh, John Glover. Yeah. Beloved stage actor, uh, Gremlins 2, the voice of the Riddler, I believe. In the Batman oh, the Animated that's Series? Right. Yeah. Oh my god, he is. Oh my god. Oh, now let's watch Batman the Animated Series. Um, we do need a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> he is immediately. So he. Okay, again, reason why you said Brazil is because this they saw Brazil once and they're like, <laughs> ah, let's not, you know, sort of do that, but yeah, yeah. they forgot about it. Does that kind of sci fi have a name? For that steampunk sci-fi, I'm sure it does, but I don't know it. I don't know because it's a certain kind, and especially like with the tubes and everything. It's definitely because in Brazil, I mean, I'm I seriously think that they're it's like a really big wink and nod to Brazil because in Brazil it was all about the ducks, right? Yeah, like the The, uh, what was that again? The ducks, ducks, ducks. There's a T there. Okay, look, (laughs) I'm a little hungover. Give me a goddamn break. No, okay. But yeah, there's like pneumatic tubes and ducts and all yeah. kinds of things. And this movie fixes that by adding orifices. Yes. They, uh, they, they use the word three different times. <laughs> I don't... Okay, now, like, oh, I guess the boy. whole world is 
based around orifices, orifices <laughs> which is tubes. not that different from now, I guess. <laughs> but they have like different. They they say some phrases that are similar to our own phrases in normal life, but like they mix up some of the words. It's it, like incorporate their world, like tubes and like the bread and the bone. The bread and the bone. Right. <laughs> It's, it's yeah. It's like okay, we need to create new slang, so it has yeah. to sound like it means something that you're familiar with, but right. we change it just enough. Like I guess a lot of movies that take place either in the future or right. in a slightly different reality do that. Right. This and, just says it poorly. Yeah. So John Glover is calling uh, his wife to tell her that uh, that uh, creepo. What's that actor's name? I can't. Uh, that is Richard Portnow. Portnow. Yep. Portnow. He and now. out there, you guys would re- recognize him immediately, but I, I'm honestly struggling to know exactly like off the top of my head. Oh, he's in what he's known for. I know, I think he's in an episode of the Golden Girls for sure. Y- yeah, he, like he was in Trumbo most recently, right? Which right. is like, wow, his career is doing a lot better than this movie did. Uh, he, I know he's in. Um... He's just one of those guys. He's like a Tobolowski where you look at him and go, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we will mention that, uh, so John Glover, he's making the phone call, but it's through these tubes, tubes. that are uh, sort of come down the, like the old-fashioned phones where you have the piece that goes into the ear and then yeah. you're holding the, well, the candlestick phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like on board from the get-go because they even show where like the sound is going through the tubes and it's like showing the world over, okay. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Let's let's talk about the music because music is batshit crazy. Oh, uh, it opens with a rap, right? A rap that's literally just completely telling you the story of this world exists but don't worry the rap doesn't go for long because then it goes for one second of narration from the child for no reason right what was the (laughs) choice there because the kid didn't give us more context boy my life was crazy back in that day with my dad worked for the tube company i'll tell you about it and then no more talking for about 20 (laughs) minutes then he talks again then he doesn't ever again right so he doesn't even like at the very end of the movie does he have any lines or anything no, no, no. They, they, yeah, they just. Uh, so no, they, he does. He does. Uh, I think when they're feeding oh, the grandfather. Oh, that's right. My dad oh, said God. that right place, right time. That whole oh, thing. Oh, right, right. It just, but it uh, still didn't add anything. We also didn't need it. No. Like I could understand if this this voiceover gave us way more context because this is a very different world. Right. But it doesn't do that. Even it doesn't no. attempt that. No. It's just like I had a really crazy day. Like, like, bet well, you're wondering how I got here. It doesn't help that the kid is also like if we're talking sitcoms and fifties, like he's the most beaver cleaver looking motherfucker you've oh, ever yeah. seen. Even though his kid his best friend who we found out Whoa. is the, the, the kid brother from Teen Witch is like the he I, I, only <laughs> looking person in uh, the I was trying to think of it. The only good description is Eric. I think you called him he, Big Pussy from Yeah, Big the Pussy from The Sopranos. He wishes he was. And it's the way the he best talks description. and carries himself. Also, he's just got like a wispy little mustache, that pubescent mustache. Yeah. But, yeah, but like something this... about that kid's face. He's what? so old. Because. <laughs> Sunken in eyes and he's like, those big circles around his yeah, eyes. Yeah, and I he, feel so bad for him because like he must be only like fourteen in oh yeah, the movie. Yeah. But he's an extended Adams family yeah, member. I feel- <laughs> like he's uh, you know like uh, cousin Norbit. I just feel something. so good for him that no. Lightfield Lewis is in this movie because it's the only way he looks like a teenager. <laughs> Oh, right, because didn't realize. So, uh, Juliette Lewis, and uh, I believe, Ben, you'd looked it up, and it's her second movie? Uh, her, her, maybe third, second movie when she's old enough to actually have a speaking line. Got it. Uh, but so she's the daughter, and her brother is actually played by her real-life brother. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Lewis. Uh, there's only a couple of years difference, but this kid is... Lightfield, yeah. Lightfield. That so, normal name. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, got confused. <laughs> I didn't mean to assume... 
But that that kid is like uh, he looks like he's retired or he's got a pension <laughs> that he's collecting. Like I, I, his he acts like it for sure. He's like, hey, how's it going? And he's like just trying to like, eat anything. He, lo- he looks like the muscular homeless guy you see that's been baked by the sun for a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> like a real saddlebag. Yes. You know? He's seen some things and some stuff, and all with that chicken with teeth. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. He carries around. He's also a musician, and his instrument also has a chicken puppet that has teeth. Oh, we're talking about the brother now. I thought we were talking about the young kid. Oh, <laughs> no, that'd be a pig with teeth. Yeah, Jesus. But but my God, the, uh, the older like, brother. Yeah. The the distance from his eyebrow to his hairline is longer than the movie. Uh, yeah, you can tell I've been saving that one. Oh. <laughs> I think the weirdest thing we could even say about his character, though, is the first time you see him, he's playing this chicken instrument. You were like, is the chicken it's, talking? The, he comes back with the chicken and it is actually talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's a full puppet where it's doing lip sync to whatever. And it's sort of, it, what is it? It's like just repeating some of the words he yeah. says. Yeah. He's like, man, I drank too much. Too much. And, uh, and it's like, yeah. Quado. It, it's like the backup voice to like every rapper. Shorty, what you drank? What you drank? <laughs> That completely changes my understanding of rap. Now that, <laughs> that chicken they carry around with little gold teeth, it makes complete with sense guess. now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but he so he is getting ready to go to a party mm-hmm. in this hellscape and uh, to right. play his tuba chicken. <laughs> And um, totally normal. But and then he's he's like practicing, and Juliet Lewis is going to the same party. Yeah, and I believe so. Yeah, and she's get, like getting dressed. Do you think they have multiple parties in this hellscape? No, I, right? Because it's just like one big empty warehouse that they all live it's in. It's yeah. completely pitch black everywhere else they go, which is never oh really explained. And th- there's a point where the kid, the uh, yeah, little no, kid, I'm, is I'm, look- now I'm thinking about so many other things. Like, wow, so okay, again, like we said. The boss doesn't get there until 35 minutes into the movie. There's so much that yeah. happens to build this world in 35 There's minutes. There's a period where the little kid is out with his delinquent friend. They're like looking literally over the edge that they've talked about a few times in this movie. There's a point later in the movie where he goes, the edge is real? I'm like, where the fuck were you earlier? And, like, right. and it's all pitch black outside. They have to carry a lantern. And like, it's all, again, it's a very like Cronenbergian where there's a lot of like weird monster things they utilize. I think it was actually a glow worm. In the, the little lantern it, it, thing. It yeah. did look like it was a creature that was alive. Yeah. And I think it even flies away at one point. They're just okay. like, oh, let him go. And but yeah. But so the idea that they are... Wait, I thought the edge was just something adults said to scare kids or parents do. Yeah. But they're literally standing at a railing in this world where they can't see more than, you know, an inch from their faces. Yeah. Like, and, I don't know. Their understanding of the world is somehow worse than ours. And it's... <laughs> And so, like, Big Pussy is telling... Uh, <laughs> I really love we're going to call this kid Big Pussy. <laughs> Big Pussy. I mean, his jacket sells it. <laughs> he, he's telling uh, the Billy, uh, saying like, he's trying to tell the story about uh, uh, and all the stupid-ass names in this movie, like Seymour Digits or something like that. Oh, Oliver Digits. Oliver, Oliver Digits. Digits. Uh, a little pun. Uh, and it feels dirty, but I don't know why. I, Oliver Digits. Yeah, usually you want to have all of your digits. In, uh, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. But... <laughs> You know, a bit of the old, eh? Uh, a bit of the old lamb chop the puppet, if you know what I mean? No. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. So he's telling him, it was like, oh, oh, God damn this movie. Uh, so there's like, he says Oliver Digits got in trouble and he was going, his parents were going to put him into the, like, the, like, the 
rape machine thing. Remember what it was talking Jesus about? Jesus Christ. Am I too far off? No, it's basically penetra- penetration machine. Yeah, it was a yeah. penetration machine. Yes, that's... What that's, do you think? It's a rape machine. I don't know. Just I, I, think the, I think the word actually was like penetration, but they kept mispronouncing it to sound like penetration. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Like the penetration machine. I just, I just worry that someone's going to isolate that audio. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just need to say one thing is I, I was, Eric, you are rape machine. Rape machine. I was gonna say one thing is I was opening up IMDb again for the Wikipedia, and Wikipedia says, "Do you want to rate this movie?" Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> that just need that just need to be said out loud for me to believe that they want me to say something here. Like we need somebody to review yeah. this. Movie. So, but they they talk. He tells a yeah. story about uh, Oliver Digits that uh, then ran away and was out in the. Oh, area it, or something like there's that. There's a game the kids are playing called the like, Splat something. Oh my fucking god! Okay, so <laughs> it's a slingshot that where you you there's shoot so little. There's so many things that happen. You're supposed to shoot like gummy worms that are covered in sludge, and then somehow they make a bigger mess because they decide they're going to shoot all of the ticks off of their dog that oh are my not god. ticks. Okay, their <laughs> dog that has a, the worst case of mange <laughs> that has ever happened. <laughs> it's oh as god. if Danny DeVito was playing a dog. It is the weirdest thing. No, no, the dog looks like. Have you seen a recent picture of Bob Newhart? <laughs> that dog looks just like Bob Newhart in his nineties. And it, like they let him in, and there's these giant ticks. Like, oh, let's take all the ticks off of him and play the splat game. It's basically like a slingshot thing in the room, and they get a huge mess. Which the game is made for making a mess because the darts that they were shooting before were literally like. If you exploded like the gummy out of a gusher and then left it soaking for an hour, that's what they were shooting at the fucking wall. Mm -hmm. And my favorite part of that scene, though, is the kid, the Billy, is like, oh, you're going to make a mess. He's all worried. And this is the first montage that they stop the montage, go to another scene, they come back to the montage. Yeah. And suddenly Billy's all for this game. Yeah. There's no explanation of this change. Yeah. It's just that his room's getting to be a bigger mess and he doesn't give a fuck for no reason. Yeah. Well, it's big, very big, jarring too because they're playing music during the montage. This yeah. is one would. But <laughs> it comes to a sudden stop and we're in the kitchen with mom and then we're back after another scene happens. And, and the mom, so she's freaking out. I was like, I have to cook all this dinner, which it sounds like she's trying to make a huge buffet of things. I'm like, it's just one person coming over. Anyway, and it does take a long time. And, and a lot of this, though, is so that they can show off what kind of neat little gross effects they've made for the food. Yeah. What's, what is food in this world? So we're going backwards, too. And I just forgot that, like, we're introduced to Billy because he comes home and we see that he has a black eye, sort of. And oh, yeah, because there's one scene or one shot where he may not have it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> and so she's like, did you get in a fight today? And he's like, ah. Oh. And um, he's like, well, you know what we have to do? We have to clean that up because your father's bringing home his boss today. Right. And so she straps him in. And he's saying, mom, I don't want to. I don't like this. Yeah. She straps him into this device. It's like an upright gurney with <laughs> yeah. a, a face mask that has a tube attached to it. Because tubes, this movie's tube crazy. <laughs> Too many tubes. But what I don't understand is that then... The, the mask itself, it looks like a almost like a motorcycle helmet, but it's like a like gas a mask, yeah. more or less. Yeah. All right, because right, yeah. you did. Are you my mother? Yes. Yeah, from Doctor. You're my mommy. So uh, <laughs> then they put this other tube uh, on the eye hole, and that's where the black eye is. And then this like creature comes down and like basically sucks it. Like sucks your eye, yeah, yeah, and sucks the eye so he can clean it or like. Which I don't understand. I guess somehow bloodletting. This is Cronenberg's kitchen. Every single thing about it, and it's so great, Cronenberg. Which is so great because it's colored like a Spy Kids movie. (laughs) Yes, that's the thing. This feels like Pee Wee's Playhouse directed by David Cronenberg. Oh, there you go. Oh my god, (laughs) that's exactly what the fuck this is. Because it gets like 
oddly violent in that's the our end. elevator yeah. pitch that's, yes. <laughs> that's how you fucking sell this shit right now because honestly if somebody told me that i'd be like yeah i want to see that yeah <laughs> And it turns out I don't. Oh, wait, no. let's, let's like, so this is like if uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse was directed by David Cronenberg. Like, hey! 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 I mean, <laughs> it does have Anne Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so the, those <laughs> kids are walking around in Hellscape. All right, but we mentioned that, okay, they're talking about uh, oh my God. their friend. Yeah. That, and I'm sorry, guys. This movie's just kind of, in recollecting it, is very difficult to follow. It's, That's it's, why this is disjointed. We weren't sure what we were watching. We thought we were an hour in when, when the boss showed up, and it was literally just 30 minutes. So so much happens, and so much world building happens. I yeah. thought for sure more time we, had passed. We haven't talked about the bulk of the movie yet. Yeah. And... <laughs> So like, so, they, yeah, so the kids, yeah. and they mention that their friend is gonna get uh, penetrated uh, in that machine, <laughs> yeah, uh, because he was playing that splat game with his baby sister, which means he was shooting a infant into that weird whirly pool. Which also like, means yeah. that, like, I guess he killed the baby sister. They brush off assault and murder a lot. Like just, oh. nah, no and so they deal. say, well, so he ran away because he was gonna get penetrated forever. Or something like that. I mean, we can hope. I think yeah. that's well, what they were inferring, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so they're going to the grocery store for the mom because she doesn't have enough weird, gross, like, Flintstones meets Back to the Future food. Wait, were they going to the grocery store? Because it was never clear. Because then they said they were going to complain to the tube lady. And then they also messed with the guys who, of course, were named Reamers because this movie. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> They're, they're, they clean the tubes and they have all these like weird little things on their body. Like, what yeah. would you call those? But like bristles. They're bristles. like if you pictured Mr. Clean was a superhero instead of just Mr. Clean. Or Mr. Clean was uh, like the bouncer at a fetish bar. <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind I'll of how they were still dressed. my throbbing softie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they fuck with them. And I also don't understand <laughs> well, cause what's Pussy's happening. Like, hey, let's fuck with these guys over here. But like, I don't know. Which, that's, that's the but they, but they, wait, 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 you're missing the important part because that was when the that was the, when the second narration from him ever came in was like mom oh. goes mom goes let's go he goes well mom said behave but I never behave when I'm with big pussy because <laughs> that's also it seemed like they were gonna get in like I thought the movie was gonna take another direction sure like they were gonna be like it was two stories where the two kids were out in the hellscape. And mm. fuck with shit and getting in like really bad trouble where their lives are at stake. And then like the boss comes over and like that's the B plot. Mm-hmm. But no, they just get chased around by the Reamers and they escape. Well, and if you uh, pay extra at that fetish bar, yeah. again, you get chased by the Reamers. This, this movie is very horny to a degree where it is just assault. We weren't even clear on that yet by the sport of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was just like, wait, are we reading into this? Yeah. But no, we weren't. No, no. It turns out. no. And uh, so we're not perverts. <laughs> so they, well, uh, well, you know, <laughs> they arrive sort of like they they're caught by someone like a, a security guard person. And like I need something for my mom because yeah. he is getting. I guess not grocery store. That's not the right term. They're but getting they're getting, getting most, something like Jello slot. Yeah, the right. Jello tube was backed up or something. Or right. Something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're. <laughs> Okay. And we have a reveal of the person that's working, I guess, the, whatever that is. The head counter. Uh, it's good. <laughs> the our, late. Our old friend. The late Anne Ramsey. Anne Ramsey. I almost bought her death mask. It was on eBay and it was just too rich <laughs> oh, for me. God. But I would kill to have that on my mantle. The. I, I wonder if the worst thing about Anne Ramsey's appearance in this movie, because I really just going to glaze right past that, is that they that they not only give her subtitles, but then they put more on top of it. They name her Babel X. 
Because you they name her Babble Axe. Yes, because Babble Axe. They oh, literally are playing it. No. She babbles and can't speak clearly because she had tongue cancer. Yeah. So, <laughs> so just backstory on Anne Ramsey. Oh my god. Because oh I love her, and I've seen her in movies before she was sick. She's in like a Streisand movie from the seventies. Hasn't she been in one of the movies we've done for the show? I think so. Probably. Yeah. Well, but so she. When like my introduction to her was Goonies and then Throw Mama from the Train, and she's playing an elderly person. She's only in her fifties because she had cancer, yeah. and they took out part of her tongue, which is why she talks that weird way that she does. Yeah, yeah. And it was just really rough on her. And then I guess it came back because she looks like a ghoul, <laughs> and you cannot. Un- and like we even tested it when she's speaking because they have the subtitles because you can't understand her. I looked away and it's like, wow, I it's like cuz I thought, okay, they're just helping some people that can't get the words, but literally it sounds like she her tongue is swollen and she's just making noises. Like it's and she's choking. Yeah. And it, and it's her dialogue. It's it's very uncomfortable. And I and now I completely understand. I watched the movie uh, the uh, the birthday gift or birthday birthday cake with uh, Val Kilmer recently. Mm-hmm. And oh right, because he's got the whole uh, yeah. He's he speaks quite a bit in the movie, and yeah. he has subtitles. And I feel so bad because then I look at him like, you know, I commend the actors who are acting with this person on screen because I know they can't understand what he's saying. And without the subtitles, I'm like, what? There's just somebody off camera pointing to them when it's their turn. Yeah, you. Which they still have to give them subtitles, and which is crazy. It's like it's it's weird. <laughs> like, like they, it's like speaking they, a language of babbling or something. Yeah, did, did they think the scene was louder than it is? What's happening? And <laughs> it's like somebody pressed a button and left the subtitle setting on for the whole scene, and they're just like, "Ah, it's fine." Because <laughs> they they give it to the kids, they give it to Big Pussy and Billy, and they also give it to Anne Ramsey. <laughs> give it to Big Pussy, yeah. Oh, and Anne Ramsey's <laughs> real life husband, Logan Ramsey. Yeah, who's an actor. They he, they used to do theater together. He's the he's the her. Uh, Helper of getting the sludge in together, like I read two pounds, and uh, I was watching the sludge tube, like you said to. No, no, sludge. Can you imagine waking up next to that person in the morning, and then like, what do you want? What do you want for breakfast? Oh, bacon and eggs, of course, honey. Scrambled eggs. This is reminding me though. So what? So there was the. TV show version of The Odd Couple in the 70s, right? Uh-huh. Tony Randall, Jack Klugman. Yeah. They did a reunion movie in the early 90s. Jack Klugman had throat cancer oh, no. and had a whole thing, and like an operation. And so he talks like this. And so the reunion movie <laughs> is is Jack Klugman. It's like, why did you make such a mess, Oscar? Yeah, I did. And they, they lean into it, though, because this character had throat cancer. They write it into the show, which also uh, makes this sitcom revival really sad. <laughs> oh, and at one point, because Tony Randall's in like the advertising agency business, and he hires Jack Klugman's character to record a voiceover, and he's like feeling good about himself because he's so down on his voice, and it's him voicing a talking toilet. <laughs> and I urge you to go to YouTube and look up this scene. <laughs> Anyway, oh anyway, I just God. had to bring that up. It's I don't know. Like I'm assuming this is you know really offensive that we're laughing at their voices, but I'm sorry, it's quite funny. Uh, and again, <laughs> they named her Babalak. They were doing it too. Yeah, yeah. And it's not go. like she didn't know. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was probably dead before this movie was finished. Um, uh, it's dedicated in oh, it loving is, memory. For her sake, we can hope so. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> They get their sludge. Oh, boy. Uh, Big Pussy and Billy get mm-hmm. uh, their sludge. Mama, we got your sludge for you. <laughs> and so they find their way back. But okay, in the meantime, also, 
Juliet Lewis is uh, getting ready for the party as well. Mm-hmm. And at one point, she visits uh, 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 Lightfoot. Uh, what Gor- is Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon, Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> uh, he's practicing his tuba chicken thing. Uh-huh. And then he's like, hey, let's practice. All you right. know the words, Because right? mom sends her into the room like, hey, that music is distracting me. I'm so stressed out. Yeah. And then instead of doing that, she sings. He's like, you know the lyrics. And uh, what are those lyrics? I'm so happy with myself. I'm confident in what I'm doing. But happy literally, with myself. In the song, it's just, I'm so happy with myself. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course you know the words. And it's like a two-minute scene. It's not like a 30-second blip and they cut out. It's literally, this is the only lyric you hear for a few minutes. This first 30 minutes of this movie is three hours long. It's also not her singing. No. It's, oh, it's the worst lip syncing I think I've seen in a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I've been to a drag club at two in the morning, and I've seen better <laughs> lip syncing. <laughs> yeah. So, she then is getting ready for the party, and uh, she calls in her mom to say, like, hey, where's the, what is it? The, the softening cream. The softening cream. Which mm. is evidently, I want to be as fuckable as possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because her mom first answers, and then is like, oh, looks concerned, goes into the bathroom with her, and they have... A sort of what would in a traditional movie be the mother daughter talk about sex, right? And I don't remember Cause, exactly. Cause, well, because mom is concerned. Yeah, mom yeah. is like, "Honey, I was dating your father for almost a decade before I used softening cream." She's like, "Mom, I'm I'm 14. Jessica's been using it since she was 10." It's like, "What? Jessica's been getting fucked since she's 10? What's going on?" Well, yeah, so addition, not surprising this world. Yeah, additional uh, dialogue no. by Roman Polanski. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been more tame. <laughs> <laughs> So she then has a whole montage of her putting on. It's like a again. It's it's very Brazil y where they have a little mask that uh, I guess puts on the makeup for her. Right. And she's like trying on different dresses. She's getting ready for the party, and she's talking about her uh, date coming in. Well, because there's a guy at the party that she really likes, but she knows that her family will only approve of this nerd called Oliver Digits. Oh, that's the wait. Yeah, I think Oliver Wait, so, was the one that came to pick him up, and it was yeah. somebody else. Seymour something was the, the kid Yeah, it was Seymour. She wants to stup uh, some other kid. She at wants the to stup Jeff. Oliver Digits is the point next Dexter she's using to get to go to the party. Right. And then, right. yes, He's Seymour the guy that we were at that period in our lives. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Then uh, Seymour was whoever the kids were looking for. Right. Or oh, and then, like, even like Anne Ramsey's husband shows, like, here's the, the hand of Seymour Guts or whatever the fuck his name is. And it wasn't, even, it wasn't even that good. It was like Seymour Tubes or something. <laughs> Seymour Guts is the name of a gaping performer. <laughs> also appeared in this movie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I know. That's... You can cut that out. You nah, won't. I won't. I won't. Yeah, I know. Oh, um, we're leaving out that the dad works for U- uh, United Umbilical because they have to keep tubes in there. Uh, right. Which, yeah. mind you, then there's points in this movie where it's like, are, are there competing umbilical tube companies in this hellscape? What's going on? Yeah, right. I, d- I don't understand. Don't they all live in the same place? Right. Because like when the new boss comes in, he's like, there's going to be competitors out there. Well, he says something like that. And you're like, what? who? Who else is doing who produces tubes? I mean, in fairness, there are many companies in our hellscape that are competing That's for true. each other. That's yeah. true. Um, so the the boys arrive back home. the uh, The older brother is like getting his uh, chicken tuba to go to the the party. So sure, sure. Use. And then um, chicken ju- tuba is actually going to be my new punk band name. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> We're chicken tuba. <laughs> That's also my uh, punk singing, I guess. <laughs> it sounds like I'm making you. It's not good. <laughs> it sounds like Anne Ramsey. 
She would have been an amazing front woman. And Ramsey sings the Great American Songbook. Yep. Young Somebody get the writers for Animaniacs on the phone. So finally, the boss, Mr. Crabneck. Marty. Oh, he didn't mean Bruce Springsteen. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he he comes. Guess who I brought home? Uh, <laughs> if this had made it to a full sitcom, then yeah, it would have been like, honey, guess who I met on the way home? Like Sammy Davis Jr. showing up in All in the Family. Yeah, right. Uh, sure. So he comes in and he's immediately sleazy and slimy of a, he, of a boss. He looks like if Gomez Adams got in the same fly tube as like the fly, but was mixed with John Waters. <laughs> you can see that. He's got that little pencil mustache. Wow, yes. that's pretty great. Uh, that's pretty great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he, um, it seems like in a way, his whole plan is because he wanted to meet uh, John Oliver's family, or John Glover, John Oliver. <laughs> Uh, John Glover's uh, family, but basically just to fuck his family because he immediately meets the wife and he's like, oh, hello there. And he's like, you can call me Marty because I'm going to rape you later. And uh, which doesn't quite flow. But yeah. Yeah. He uh, he downright like molests the daughter when he meets her. Right. Because like Juliette Lewis comes out and uh, oh, no, because her date comes in. Uh, oh, all he, of her he says like he just flat out says this kid's a nerd. Basically, it's like your daughter's just like you. She has terrible taste or something. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's, he's, oh, he says uh, that he's a a tubal discharge. A tubal mm. discharge. Uh, yeah, everything I've written down is about tubes or squirting, <laughs> succulents. Oh, he tells he tells the daughter. Oh, she these looks, are my crib notes. Well, <laughs> he tells the daughter she looks succulent. Yes, which creepier than anything? Again, this fourteen-year-old daughter yeah. supposedly is totally turned on by this and excited that he's taking an interest in her. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, what is it? The, uh, the cream, what is it called again? The, um, facial, oh, the softening cream, the softening cream. This is doing wonders for her. What right. is hard? What? Mm. And okay, so when he looks at her, that's like all the boys will be tripping over their tubes. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. And, uh, which I, again, I'm, I'm still kind of at a loss of what exactly, it's I mean, like, again, Ooh, you're going to make them so soft and long. Yeah, just I, whatever. Well, uh, we, we are forgetting one scene before this, which is where she feeds Grandpa. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, that's God. right. Because she, she has some monologue she gives to the mirror about the boy she likes. Oh, and it's the, a poem. It's a poem. Right, poem. Yeah. And the, the brother sees her, the little brother. Oh, Jeff, she, I want your tube. I want you to fill my tube with your tube, Jeff. Yeah. Squirt. And so <laughs> um, <laughs> she she's like embarrassed and tells the little brother, hey, don't tell anybody. He says, well, now you've got to feed Grandpa and I won't. And feed grandpa is a very big deal. She's going down this spooky hallway in their own home. And in the basement, who is a boiler room. Right. And the mom mentions either like something like, well, you know, uh, we can't tell people about grandpa because they'll come for him. They'll throw him over the edge. Which honestly, we've joked earlier in this about it being like Dark City. This is the most Dark City set in this whole fucking movie because it's like, (laughs) it's all giant clock gears in the dark and and like all coming out and a wind down chair and shit. Like, yeah. Click, 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 click. All right, feed grandpa time. From a giant like syringe. Like a Halloween costume syringe. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like full of green jelly. And so I'm, 
as and then Grandpa soon, gets horny for her. Oh, as soon oh, as okay. he starts, like, because she's injecting it she, into she his mouth. She has to strap him in and, uh-huh. like, put this, like, funnel thing on his mouth. Oh, it's and coming then, out of the sides, too. Oh, it's so I much. I don't like and then he all. gets all grabby. She's it's like, so, oh, Grandpa, don't. Grandpa, come on, Grandpa. I'm going to a party, Grandpa. So she, like, it happens all the time. Yeah. That's why she didn't want to feed him, because right. Grandpa's, you know. Why didn't she say this to Billy? He's like, you know, because Grandpa tries to rape me every well, time. I'm assuming well, he also does it to Billy, yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus And And this movie draws the line at showing us pedophilia but they will say it happens <laughs> on camera which they will later we'll get there oh my god this movie is so crazy but I'm also assuming that the movie then is implying that old and infirm people are thrown off the edge in this society yeah it's I like mean, Logan's okay. Run like they just oh yeah, like, Logan's Run or uh, got even what Midsommar when you get to a certain age and you yeah. have to jump off a fucking cliff which is the only part of this universe I felt like actually made any sense if they did that yeah <laughs> which also it must be really good to be like a mid-level gauge reader because they have a fucking giant house with this weird haunted hallway to get to grandpa oh, yeah. too. Like shit, man. Like even in the eighties, you can buy a house like that working an average job. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's very, uh, industrial meets 1950s sitcom and also, uh, rape. <laughs> so she feeds grandpa. Grandpa's uh, boner gets soft. And so she leaves. He trips over his boner. His, his tube. His tube. And she, she runs into the boss, and he's a creepo to her. Yeah. But, she but she's it. into it. Yep. And she's on her way out. When uh, the date is there and he takes her away, she looks back at uh, you Marty. Know, Marty and is all like, oh, See you later, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. She's literally doing like the, the sexy like sliding down the door frame, looking at, at him in the yeah. eye thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And I love women with vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so back to you two. Gotcha. <laughs> so we did notice something about Marty that he does, and it's consistent. And then it goes full force towards the end of the movie, uh-huh. where when he's first meeting at least the wife, he you notice this like he has like a almost like a lion's growl. Oh, yeah. for a moment, he's like when he it's like almost like he's exhaling, but they added a very low key, yeah, like line. Like, oh, originally oh, low key, it just progressively just like keeps going off like a oh, comedy yeah. tune. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, totally, yeah. Because then it, at one point he's like you know kind of going after the wife a little bit. He's like almost stalking her, and then he's like, yeah. And uh, but it's it's just a lion. It's just dubbed in, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it's weird. And um, okay, okay, so now let's. Oh man. Uh, get to the dinner because so yeah leading up to the dinner he's just kind of shitting all over John Glover oh, like we, you don't oh was, go ahead I was just gonna say we forgot to say when he meets Billy he's like oh Billy you don't fight no you gotta do this he starts picking on him like a schoolyard bully giving oh, him a yeah. nookie yeah. he's like okay I'm gonna choke him out and all this shit and then finally like he steps on his uh, foot and like Billy runs away he's like why when is someone gonna say like Marty you suck get <laughs> yeah. the hell out of my house yeah. Yeah, in any sort of more realistic setting, uh, this person would have been thrown out. Uh-huh. But he's also telling John Glover that you're you're this. You'll only ever be this because you don't have timing. And timing is important. And we learn that oh, this guy yeah. is the head of the company because the company's always been run by the family. And Which like, he no, might have killed his father to that, get the job. That's the thing. It's yeah, like, hey, I still got that. here because of I was there at the right time and I did something at the right time. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I was there when he... I mean, I was... There because my father was dead and I was the best choice. Like he's about to say, yeah. I was there when he died or I killed right. him. It's like, 
Jesus Christ movie laid on thicker this plot point that means nothing to anyone. Well, that's the thing. It, it doesn't. We don't follow up on that. No. It just we know. Okay, he's an asshole, but we already know this because he's sexually assaulting this guy's <laughs> wife in front of him. Yeah. yeah. So okay. <laughs> um, okay, so now the dinner is being served. They sit down at their big cartoony dinner, which is like, oh, look how gross this thing is. Oh, and like earlier, she fed the, the boys frog sandwiches and stuff. Like this oh, movie's yeah, leaning into right. being gross. And again, yeah. it looks like the food, again, like from like Spy Kids or from Pan, when they're like, yeah, you just got to imagine it, Peter. And it's oh, just yeah. blue sludge. Yeah, no, totally. It looks like uh, from Hook. Hook. Uh, uh, hook. Yeah, yes. I was. Ke- I kept thinking about that. It was like because the food from Hook actually looks appetizing, even though it's just all whipped cream, basically, but color. Sure, but I mean that's real food. Yeah. And this is like I don't know. Was that styrofoam? Blue, blue rice. <laughs> oh shit! We forgot to mention when she has to sexually entice the tentacle out of the kitchen. Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> I, I know I'm sorry. it sounds like this is a, just a Mad Libs episode. <laughs> And, but really, uh, it's it's hard to recollect because this movie is difficult to follow. It took thinking about the food to remember this moment. It, there's so many little things that happen. You're like, why? Th- what is why? Uh, like, why do they live in this world with mon- seemingly monsters? So at one point, she's she yeah she has to like entice this worm penis thing. Yeah, there's a hole in the kitchen, <laughs> yes. and she opens the little uh, opening like, latch, like a, yeah, yeah a little door, and she has two fingers that she puts in there and wiggles. Yeah, hey, they draws attention. Boy, come yeah. on. And this weird big tentacle penis comes out, and she grabs it, and she cuts it off. Well, she starts, yeah. like, jerking it for a second, oh, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And then she right. slices it off, and then she starts just going at it with, like, a giant, like, hatchet. Yeah. And I guess she's going to cook it. And maybe that's what the little, like, egg thing was. Like, she's, like, pushing out of a know. tube. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Okay, none of so, this matters. Anyways, but so, but now they're at dinner. They're at dinner, and they're serving. Uh, she's serving everyone, and Marty again is being a dickhole to uh, John Glover, or I'm sorry, Dick Tube, and uh, <laughs> and Billy yeah. is there too. He's like, yeah, my dad is like the best meter man in the world, or like he was written in tube times, uh, three times in a year, or three times in a row, uh, best meter man, or yeah, whatever. written in two times, two times, two times, two times, <laughs> two times, <laughs> two times. Um, and at some, then at some point, because. Uh, She's right next to Marty, or she's trying to call him Mr. Crab. And I was like, "No, call me Marty." And she, he then like he's taught. Wait, what is he? He says this word again, like over and over again. Like he's saying like, um, uh, "I don't know what." Oh, it's like something that was like it's really like a dangerous word. Oh, fuck, I forget what the word was. He was. Remember? Oh, I, I don't. Oh, know. that's right. It's like because he's saying that his ex-wife. Was one of these people a thinker, uh, a free thinker, uh, a rationalist. Oh, rationalist? Rationalist. And he's like, rationalists are terrible, aren't they? And he's literally like groping her knees, and she's acting like she's orgasming on the spot. Like, yeah, yeah. The most troubling goddamn moment. It, 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 oh, it's, uh, it's his uh, former wife, because he doesn't like to say divorced. He yeah. likes to say, oh, uh, discharged or something, or like something or, like that. Yeah. But but basically, he's like, well, and we were at a party, and all the higher ups at the company, she basically admitted to being a rationalist. So it's a movie about hating on socialism. There yeah, totally. Which well, suddenly at the end, I, I. But now, like when he starts talking about that, so I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, wait, let's go back and talk about this because yeah. what, where did that then, suddenly come from? Well, yeah. then I start thinking about, I was like, wait, where are we? like the world? Like what's happening? It got me back into the movie a little bit because then I went like, wait, so. Are there people trying to revolt against what has happened to the world because it's bad and it looks See, bad? And that would have been more interesting if we'd explored that. Oh my god, yeah. But instead, John Glover starts to have like a catatonic state where he's like, I could I could burn the place down if I wanted to, but I'm too special for that. While Marty goes to motorboat his wife in the kitchen. Oh yes. my god. Because also, and there's a line I have to say because it's in the trailer. 
is when uh, he's saying that his ex-wife was a rationalist and uh, uh, the wife uh-huh. of, yeah, she's like, you must have loved her deeply. And he goes, often. Yes. <laughs> like, that's the full tilt before we go into the, you know, rape yeah, mode. Once again, Gomez with John Waters combined. Yes. Yeah. So Ugh. he does basically chase her around the, the dining room and then into the kitchen. And yeah, uh, John Glover is just, yeah, he's just he's like, oh my God, I... Because he's he basically is told by Marty that he's not going to become anything else. Because like you're too good of a meter man to be promoted. You need to do that all the time. Right. And he's like, oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just I only do this uh, for the rest I, of my life. And yeah. He's like having this realization. And Billy's like, uh, Dad, Mom's getting raped in the kitchen. Don't yeah. you want to do something about that? So finally, they run into the kitchen, and the motorboating's happening. And uh... and uh, John Glover actually like cock- clocks him, cocks him, and uh, I wouldn't cock- be surprised by this uh, movie. And uh, Ooh, we forgot where he where uh, Marty basically says you're a cuck and you're only going to be a cuck. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. What word does he use? Uh, it's mm, shit, it's I can't remember. I didn't write it down. It wasn't a reamer, but it was like something like that. It was like a piston or, or something. He's like, oh. he's like, he's like and you're just going to be a piston assistant. It's like, oh. did you say he's a cuck? What the fuck's happening? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, oh, oh I, f- I know what you're talking about. I forget. Yeah, what I the can't word. remember the word. They have so many other like. I guess we got to watch it. it again. Oh my! God. I did rent it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, paid money for this. 99 cents. I paid very good money for this stupid ass movie. It looks as good on YouTube as it did for 99 cents. That's the thing. Just watch it on YouTube. We thought it would be a slightly higher quality print, but it is not. It's not even... I'm pretty sure Amazon was like, oh, let's just get it from YouTube. It's not even 480p. (laughs) No. So, um... He, uh, they start to get a fight, but then Marty gets the upper hand and starts, like, really wailing on John Glover. And then the wife, I guess... I don't know what in the hell this thing is, but it's almost like it's a, it's an like over a, the head fryer thing. Yeah, like yeah. a microwave. It basically. would have the effect of like uh, if you put a hot iron on somebody's face. Yeah, yeah. She, she like put it over like a bunch of the plates of food to cook it. Yeah, earlier. yeah. And so she uh, takes it from the the I guess the ceiling of the kitchen and like plants it on his back and it's like electrocuting him or something. Uh-huh. And then. This is where the movie was like, you know what? We've had we've been having a pretty good time so far, right, guys? Let's go into full blown like body horror violence all of a sudden. Mixed with slapstick, though. Yeah, it yeah. was so strange. And this is where it seems like David Cronenberg is like, all right, let's let's give him the the, the big reveal now, like right. why, why we're all here. It's, it's uh, what uh, the Three Stooges by David Cronenberg. It's he like scorch they scorch his back, uh-huh. and he's like, Jesus Christ, is <laughs> going nuts, and then. He starts like chasing them all around and then uh, like to protect themselves because John Glover is trying to like, you know, hit him. But he's still getting choked out by Marty, who's still alive. Uh, the wife has like a little uh, sort of like fork, like a pitchfork thing. for. Food. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then she what fucking... you might have like a barbecue. Those yeah, long. Sure. Yeah. And then she just finally just stabs him in the fucking throat. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's still not dead. No, he's still not dead. Falls down and then he like tries to go after them again. She then scorches his face, like melts it almost all off. This is becoming very violent all of a sudden. Yeah. And yeah. he's still not dead. They uh, run into the, the, the rape the... tentacle gets him for a bit too. Oh, oh the yeah, rape, chokes the rape him tentacle. out. Yep. The and chokes him out. He's run there, he's still trying to chase him in the living room, and then uh she like cuts off his fingers and he's just finally like I think he's dead then too. What does cutting off fingers kill a person? I don't know. But he falls face forward on the table on the into food. The, some food. Ugh. And at that point, knock on the door or something, right? Because the son comes home. Yes, uh, the, the 45-year-old son. <laughs> now, uh, now, now it, it, 
Granted, though, all this has happened, and they just sort of, before the sun shows up, sit down for a moment. And like, boy, that was crazy. And he's like, I'm not going to get my promotion now. Like, it's played very, like, they're not concerned that they've killed a person. Yeah. No, and they're yeah. like, no, they're all concerned. He's like, oh, no, that'll be terrible. We, if we get a, if we killed a person, they, you know, throw us in jail or throw us off the edge. It's like, that's when the sun goes, the edge is real. I'm like, he just tried to rape and murder you. Of course you tried to kill him. What yeah. the fuck? And there's more like, no, we got to keep him alive. It's like, wouldn't you still be thrown off the edge or thrown in jail if he's alive and right. tortured this fucking bad? Right. And they mentioned rejuvenation. It only works if somebody's alive. But they, then they, they never they pick that up again. Yeah, they bring up so many things like, wow, this, I will have to admit, this world is very rich. I don't know of what, but like, there are so many things that they Not touch money on. from the look of on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but they, oh they talk about all these different things like, well, wait, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah, there's all this stuff that they just say and we never follow up on or get context for. No. So uh, the 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 old the elderly son comes home and he is uh, he's been well it's so a, late yeah <laughs> well they they also say that it's, like he's been liquefied a little bit meaning he's gotten drunk it's past uh-huh. five he you know got too drunk at Canasta well he just had supper so he just needed to take a nap yeah I mean I always have to after a <laughs> country kitchen buffet visit <laughs> <laughs> but he comes home not with the instrument just with the chicken and that's when he's like the chicken is repeating everything he's like man I got way too liquefied and they they hated all the music <clears throat> hated it and the hated chicken's it. like in its own little jacket too <laughs> yeah and the chicken has like yeah little teeth and it, it looks like it had a little mohawk i think it did yeah and, it, and it's the weirdest thing is like the billy or whatever is like the first one be like yeah he's really liquefied the parents like what no it's like no he's slurring his words the chicken's slurring its words which is saying something yeah right <laughs> just and uh um, contact high he then like stumbles over like he goes into the kitchen or whatever the hell and he stumbles over like the body of Marty and he freaks out and he like falls well, down. Well, he or like something. passes out. Yeah, he, he passes like, out. Yeah, 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 blacks out or something. Because then we get a knock on the door and uh, the daughter, uh, who oh man, okay, this scene is like the Me Too movement and the uh, like police protests and everything. Kept, like positive because we didn't believe it. <laughs> wrapped it into one scene. I've never seen something like this before. It was like. Wow, this is so oddly appropriate for this day and age. I mean, just to talk about, but also sure. this is so offensive at I'm, so many levels. I mean, first off, the door opens and she goes, "Is that Bobcat Goldthwait?" <laughs> yeah, and it turns out it is. Yeah, because I thought there's no way he's in this, but no. there he is. Yeah, and it's th- these two cops that are t- bringing uh, Juliet Lewis home, who is also, I'm assuming, drunk or she's had too much uh, that softening. Yeah, they're, they're saying like everyone basically is getting high off the stuff from the tubes. And that's what it is. Oh. Um, but the worst thing is, like, Juliette Lewis is still, like, like in her intoxicated state. He's, like, super flirty with the cops that took her home. Uh-huh. He's like, I don't know if I want to go home, boys. Like, like, oh, honey, you're so good you're safe. Oh, hi, Mom. I just these strong men brought me home. And they're, yeah. like, kind of smitten by it because it also, like, they're in the house. And, of course, like, the rest of the family, or John Glover and the wife and Billy are like, don't go in the kitchen. And, because uh, Marty's in there still. Right. And the, the cops... The, <laughs> The way that the cops are talking about it, because they like sit her down and she's still like, you know, off a rocker. Yeah, yeah. But they're insinuating it's like, oh yeah, everyone had to go with her, and because uh, they ask. Well, like, she says like, I don't remember everyone. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember everyone. Because they're like, what happened? She went there with all of her digits. Like all of her digits. Uh, yeah, he uh, nearly overdosed off butt softener or whatever it was. Yeah, oh, butt polish. Butt polish. Yeah, butt polish. And then it's like, oh god, so. Did, who did this to you? She's like, oh, I don't remember all of them. And then the thing, and then the other cop is looking like giddily at her about that because clearly he had to go with her too because he was worried she was going to throw him under the bus. But no, she's really just happy she fucked with everyone. Yeah, yeah. which is 
and the cop himself is also clearly high too. Like the hints, like yeah, there was a lot going around in that party. You know, there might have been some contacts. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, the, that. Oh, the yeah. chubby one. Yeah, because yeah. it's Bobcat and the the chubbier guy. Well, I mean, and and Bobcat well. was trying to tell him was like, eh, it's like don't yeah. don't say that too much. Because I think Bobcat like, probably had to go too. Is what they're implying. Yeah. It's basically the two cops raped a fourteen-year-old uh-huh. Juliette Lewis, and then this is the most believable part. And of the she movie. did it yeah. the whole party too. But yeah, and everyone else had to go with her except as well. for Jeff that she wanted to have a go because she's very sad oh, about he, that. Didn't he show up? Or he yeah, didn't Jeff sh- didn't even show up, so I fucked everyone else instead. What, honey? Nothing. It, yeah. It's... So this is played for laughs, but basically this is date rape that happened. Well, there's yeah. the creepier line which Wright picked up, I think, before the rest of us, where they say, uh, "Oh, do you have kids? No, you should have to pay for them." Which is crazy. Oh, that's right. Do you have kids of your own? Yeah. yeah. It's and it's like, wait, so he's paying for underage sex workers? Yeah. And then it just brushed off. And this is the cop. Again, people listening. Like, we're not just no. saying, like, randomly people in this world are saying this. This is the cop. These are the cop. And they finally, like, leave. Uh, oh, because there, there's, like, a couple of uh, instances where Marty is, like, waking up. And then uh, Billy conks, bonks him on the head. Oh, and also uh, old man uh, Gordon Lightfoot runs out of the <laughs> kitchen because he sees that there's Marty there, like, oh, who's got that to death. Gruesome, like, half two-faced thing going on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like freaked out. He's like, there's a body in the kitchen. And uh, and he's like, ah, oh, <laughs> you know yeah, what you're talking about. Billy's quick thinking. He comes out. He's got like goo all over his face. And he's like, oh, gotcha. Which also, honestly is actually way more frightening than even like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Because the goo is like, oh, my God. Because it looks like, uh, remember, this is a very weird uh, specific thing. Remember in the remake of The Blob when like they're in the sewer and then uh-huh. one of the kids is dragged back in from The Blob in the yeah, water. Yeah. And then he's like out and he's like melting. Uh-huh. It looks like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But, and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he comes out, does that, and the cops are like, when are you kids going to learn that they like to live life on the edge? Which is like, ah, title. And that's not the end of the movie. Can't live with them, can't rape them. And uh, we still have more, yeah, still have more movies. Can't live with them. Well, can't live with them, can rape them. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gotta remember what world you're living in, right? <laughs> it's a two beat world. Two uh, beat tube. Two beat tube world. Um, okay. When your so, tubes connect, it's when you get kids. Orifice. So <laughs> the whole family's there. Is like, well, what do we do about Marty? We like, do we kill him? It's like, no, we can't kill him. We're we're uh, the hollow heads. We think you know outside of or whatever they say. No, they're like they'll kill us if we kill him or whatever. Yeah, it's like, they're not even thinking like that. They're like, oh, grandpa. Yeah, they they yeah. just like I got it. And then it cuts to I'm assuming the next day breakfast. Yeah, and they're all eating like it looks like seven layer bean dip. And uh, but it's bubbling, which is just all, it's, which, all the food's gross. Which also then the next day, like as I pointed out, it's like it's literally the difference from the start of the movie is like the Back to the Future pre you know beginning scenes of the McFly family, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like the end of it where they're all well put together and dressed and happy. Right. It's like what the fuck happened to you people? You just didn't kill a guy, I guess. Well, but also, and then the mom says like I'm very disappointed in you too. It's like your daughter was raped by twenty two people <laughs> last night, and your brother was the only responsible one who came like, I came home because I was too drunk with my chicken. And uh, As we've all been there. So, yes. I uh, have ridden the bus with a guy that had a live chicken on his shoulder. <laughs> I have pictures. Anyway. So, uh, I think John Glover says, who's uh, up next to, to feed Grandpa? Which is like, who oh, wants to get... Oh, and none of the kids <laughs> want to do it. He's like, no, no, we're a family. We'll feed Grandpa together. We get raped together. We yeah. get raped together. <laughs> it's, it's, basically, their life is that joke, the aristocrats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, in every way. <laughs> they go downstairs, and that's where Marty is next to Grandpa, and they're both feeding. Which I guess Marty is now in 
sort of a catatonic state of just yeah. like, weird, like, like half man. He's like looking at grandpa like, hey, he's going to get company. It's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And, and then they, like they, the rest of the family leaves and Billy has the one last little uh, narration is like, right. hey, my dad was at the right place at the right time. And it ends with Dr. John living in the right place, living in the wrong place. In game. loving so memory funny. of Anne Ramsey. Oh. Which we also forgot to talk about the music that it basically starts with the sound of a whole entire circus getting into a car accident. <laughs> yeah. It's very like weird horns and <laughs> So before before we wrap this part up, I have to ask you guys a question. Who is this movie for? Um probably grandpa. People <laughs> people that like shakes the clown. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is for you know, people that have had a um, traumatic brain injury, <laughs> and you leave it on in the room so that there's noise and color and movement. You know when somebody's had too much LSD and you can just tell by seeing them? It's this, those people. <laughs> it's for the guy that made it. <laughs> and that's it. End of list. Yeah, that's it. So I guess that takes us uh, to recycling, where we take elements of this movie and hopefully turn it into something better. Uh, so just off the top... Does anyone have anything that they think could have made this movie better? I, I was going to say, like, <laughs> we've said this about a lot of movies where... The, the, Are you going to say musical? No, 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 okay. no, no, not musical. No, I actually could have. Oh, shit. Now, okay, wait, hold on. You just brought that up. <laughs> I totally get, forgot about that. Just get that. the guys from Stomp and you already have the set. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like choosing a lane, like the tone, and again, just asking, like, who the fuck is this for? Sure. But, like, I was like, oh, well, what if we just went, like, full-blown... Remember the... A movie with Randy Quaid parents or something like that, like yeah. they're murderous. Well, like, well, let's just go down that route where, like, basically, we one we cut to like really early on, like the the boss comes in way earlier in the movie, not world build. It's not the 30, climax, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's an hour and ten minutes before the boss starts getting like, hey, um, I'm gonna be rapey now directly, yeah, yeah, because it's, it's literally twenty minutes of before they like. 20 minutes left in the movie when they start to actually try to fight him. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I want to see it to where it's, again, it's a comedy of errors in a way where they're constantly, I like they're constantly killing him over and over again, but it's getting more and more gruesome. That's the thing. It's like, well, if you're a special effects, like makeup person, why not go full blown with that stuff and just mm -hmm. see like, they're basically like cutting him apart, like piece by piece, but he's still alive that's where it's right. Like, so that's where the comedy comes from, but also yeah. more of the horror. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that's my thought is lean way more into horror in this. Yeah, which because it, it's not horror at all. No, not yeah. at all. And, and so it seems like it would lend itself to that. Yeah, and uh, but still, like I, I think the world itself is interesting. Like it makes me sure. want to know more of the, what the hell is going on and like what the hell a rationalist is. But I think that uh, if they just like got into that part a little bit more like utilize your techniques and special effects a lot more i think it would have i mean nothing would have made this movie better right <laughs> oh go ahead i was just gonna say yeah like at a fault to them they go too far into world building like there's a point of going too far in a movie and part of that is spending 30 minutes before the boss shows up trying to do world building mm -hmm. but then they had more like slang that you have to try to decipher than Battlestar Galactica did in a whole like series. <laughs> like, it, like honestly, half the time we're sitting there going, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm sitting here actually paying attention. I don't know what was said for the last five minutes. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, if you, you have this great idea for world building, but you don't seem to understand how world building should be played out into a script. And yeah, 
uh, I think I made the joke of like, yeah, they took show don't tell far too far in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At some point, you just gotta leave some things to be implied and let pe- let the audience pick it up themselves. Yeah. yeah, like if anything, this guy should just be designing haunted house attractions or something. Oh my god! Yeah. But what I, I'm thinking is that okay, since we have some. Uh, References to rationalists, things like that. So there's a political ideology that exists in this world. Uh So instead, let's take this and make it a story about the father who is very, as we've seen a little bit, traditionalist. Mm -hmm. And maybe he's very anti-rationalist. And we have a better grasp of what that means. Yeah. So his boss coming over exposes to him suddenly, oh, this is what's wrong with the system that I'm a part of. And the murder is more about uh, him wanting to rebel and uh, it, it translates as like his kids are always telling him how he's wrong. It's like an all in the family Norman yeah. Lear situation. But he kills his boss less out of this guy's trying to rape my wife and more like, you're a piece of shit uh, raping the world. Could have well, been both, really. Or it could have been both. That's you're true. Describing Brazil. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Brazil. So I guess my takeaway, uh, or excuse me, my. Uh, Tra- or trash, or my, recycling? My recycling is make this Brazil. <laughs> Just make this movie Brazil. Just just watch Brazil. Yeah, just watch Brazil. But with these actors. <coughs> I mean, there's a point where we were just discussing it while watching it. It was like, this feels like it was trying to be like a pitch for a TV show. And honestly, I think it could have worked as that, where it could have kept kind of the goofiness, where it could have been. It feels like it could have been like a trauma TV show. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. And like, I could I could have watched that where it's like, yeah, you're trying to like send up some of this weird goofiness, but you'd also have some good world building there. Like. I would watch that show where it's trying to be like days of our lives, like, but done by trauma with their mindset. And I'm like, that's weird enough to work for me. Like I could watch that. Cause it's so like, so different. like on the opposite ends of the spectrum where it's like this, like 1950s, like sort of setup, but they're in Brazil yeah. and, uh, and it's like all of a sudden violent, like trauma. And it was like, wait, what the fuck is all? And of there's this? an element where they teach the kids watching, a bit of science every episode, like Beekman's World. <laughs> yeah, because also or weirdly, maybe, this has maybe got the same message every episode. Like, by the way, kids, don't rape. Uh, <laughs> it's fight the system. Fight. The system. Does this movie ever actually come out against rape? No, no, it's very pro. <laughs> it's very pro because they're also kind of like, nah. That's that's how they kind of like go for it and like, oh, what do we do? I guess we'll just have to kill him. I would love to talk to this director's ex-wives. Because <laughs> this guy has definitely got a he's got a personality for sure. You know, that's the thing is like when they when they stop the boss from like motorboating the wife, he doesn't even try to fight him at first. He's like he's like, Hey now, sir, I think you should leave. He's like he was just motorboating your wife against her will and said no means yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. He, he says, says that. those words. That's right. And the movie doesn't paint a clear enough picture for us to know where they stand morally. Yeah. I mean, they, I guess well, maybe where they stand is like, well, if you try to rape, you will get Melton and killed. In, you get sure turned into Terry Shivo. Terry. Oh, oh, you got to cut that out. <laughs> no. Definitely. Oh, you got to cut that out. <laughs> Jesus. No, maybe nobody remembers. That was a while yeah, ago. Yeah, now people will Google it and everyone will remember fresh. Right. Yeah, Christ. exactly. Yeah. You're welcome, America. <laughs> That's honestly less offensive with what this movie did. Thank you. I Finally. I, I, I've never heard that. <laughs> Usually I'm worse than some You're of the movies. Worse than Wait, so what would you do to recycle this? What is it? The TV show. Yeah. Oh, the TV show. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm glad you were listening, right? No. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I feel so, honestly... too I'm busy getting, about thinking about motorboating. I'm getting a cold sweat right now, <laughs> and I feel like the hangover is just like turning the corner again. Like, hey, let's do this. And oh, is like, it back again? Yeah. It's payback for to, the movie. Do you have to stop to poop again? No, I don't. No. <laughs> okay. Since I've been in his home, <laughs> twice. Twice. Thrice. Once, twice, but twice. 
Uh, so uh, then I guess that takes us to Trash Takeaway where, um, you know, we talk about what we learned watching this movie. Did anyone learn anything about today, about the movie, about watching it? What, what did you learn? Because this is your first time on the show. I learned sometimes good art direction is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. That, that does hold true, right? What did you learn? Oh, man. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I think... Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. Oh boy. Why? I think you uh, broke. I mean, this movie great. was baffling, and I don't know why he thought this was a good idea. So I'm my takeaway is like, yeah, like art direction's not enough. I mean, I I don't know why. I don't know why he wanted to do this. Other than it feels like it's like a. <clears throat> A pitch for something else, like, "Hey, take a look, look at all the stuff that I can do." Sure, but it, it's so strange on every facet. Maybe just to showcase all of his skill as a makeup artist and effects person. I guess so, but I, I don't know. I I learned that everyone in this movie is far superior than this material. Sure, uh, it, like because here's the weirdest thing that we haven't even really talked about is that no one was like bad in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know if, I like, because I, I, I really. kind of believed everyone. Because we've watched plenty of films in which, oh, that was a really bad performance. Yeah. And I wasn't thinking about that when I was watching this. I was more taken aback by some of the misfires from the movie itself. Yeah, I might have just been distracted by going, what the fuck is happening yeah. too often to care? Yeah. I, I honestly don't think, though, like, anyone, like... Even Anne Ramsey did a hell of a job. Yeah, like, everyone was really dedicated to whatever the fuck this was. It's definitely a big issue only on the production side. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's, it's so strange. Because, like, even John Glover is just, like, just in it to win it. And even, what's his face? The, the guy who played Marty... Uh, yeah. It's like I even the kids like the elderly kid and Juliet Lewis and, and Big Pussy and Big Pussy <laughs> Big Pussy and yeah. Big Pussy like everyone was great. Yeah, it's just it's so strange. It's so yeah. fucking weird. I mean, I guess my takeaway is not every member of the crew gets to direct a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we you know put a kibosh on some of these people making movies. Yeah, uh... yeah. So, uh, do you think someone should watch this? Would they have fun? It's on YouTube for free. I mean, if you're like at the end of like a night where you've been like at a party with some friends and like you're like you three best friends, yeah. chicken tuba, you're all just like trashed. Your like, friends are gonna stay on the couch, but you're all still awake, and like you're the last three good friends there after everybody else left. Yeah, put this on because you'll be too trashed to give a shit about keeping up with a plot that doesn't exist. It yeah. will definitely keep them up. They're like, wait. What is happening? Wait, what? Is, what's going on now? Yeah, because like I'm a big proponent of like at a party, like putting on like a like a montage video of like a bunch of different trailers or something yeah. of weird movies. Oh, That's sure, great. Yeah. So like end of the night when you're like, I don't need to focus on anything else, but I want something else in the background. Something as crazy as this is the only time yeah. I could yeah. say anything, anyone yeah. should watch this. Anything to avoid being alone with our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't believe I hit on Jessica. Oh, I didn't motorboat her. I did better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't rape anybody, so I guess it's a, a, a win. A, a win. Right. Uh, should people watch this? I honestly think so, yes. because I knew you were going to say that. What? Oh, I, I mean, for how baffling and how many times I was saying that I hated this movie, I kind of loved it in the end. Will you ever watch it again? I think I would. Oh, Because right. it's... You should have so... bought it instead of rented it. Oh. Uh... <laughs> now you got to pay an extra two bucks. Well, see, honestly, the quality of the Amazon Prime is probably going to be good as uh, YouTube. Uh, I, I think I would because it's just so fucking weird and strange that, again, 
the performances still like brought me into it, like I or kept me glued to this TV and how just again crazy everything was. I think I would watch it again. What about you? Uh, I feel like um, it's it's worth a watch because it is available for free and it is something. Like, as you say, at the end of a night after a party and all that. Yeah. Something maybe just to have on in the background while you're talking to other people. You don't even need the sound because it's not going to help you follow what's happening. You know what? Maybe put it on in the background when you have a few people over that you don't that you miss, hate. That you hate. Yes. And you just like have to do it and you have to like talk to them and talk you to their faces. You really need people to leave. So yeah. turn this on. But when like, you... and then have them look at like they're talking to you about, you know, whatever. And uh, so when your mother-in-law comes over, perfect. Right. And then all of a sudden they look like, wait. What is what's going on again? And like, and then just have them watch it. Like, I should just leave because <laughs> the visuals are the most interesting thing this movie has. Yeah, and then it, it, towards the end, you're like, is that man trying to rape that woman? Oh, that was the eighties. Yeah, you know, we've all seen a John Hughes movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, I guess you know, at your own risk, watch the movie. It's for free on YouTube right now, yep. as of this recording. Yep. Um, I forget but, under uh, which name on YouTube. Oh yeah, so look it up. Uh, both will come up, I think. Oh yeah, uh, Life, Life on, on the, the Edge or Meet the Hollowheads. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe try Meet the Applegates too. Maybe we'll do that on the show eventually oh, because I do want to revisit do, uh, it. We need to do a series of like Meet Does. All right, uh, Abner Costello meet Frankenstein is next. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, it's great. I love it. It is movie. a great. Movie, I just actually. I just watched it uh, for Halloween a couple days ago, and it is very funny. Cool. So actually, that's my takeaway. Uh, <laughs> watch Abner Costello meet Frankenstein. Honestly, Meet the Feebles would be better than this. And... Oh, it must be. Yeah. It has at least production value from what I remember. Yeah. Um, but uh, any last words, promotions, anything anybody want to say? I know uh, you know uh, you folks are involved with... Uh, one of us. One yeah. of us, yes. yeah. So listen to all the reviews and everything. To listen to Digital Noise, I do that with Chris. Uh, uh-huh. And other reviews I do, I guess. Yeah, I don't even know which reviews I have coming out shortly, so I won't try to pitch anything that's coming out, but listen right. to them. Got lots of fun stuff. And Just listen like, to a review of uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, we're finally getting back to the theaters, yeah. so yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll be watching real movies as opposed to a lot of the stuff right got to watch when you first started recording with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, do you have anything to promote? Um, so, uh, I'm probably going to go to the bathroom here soon. <laughs> uh, that's my upcoming project. Uh, <laughs> But otherwise, I hope you had a good time, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon. Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets as well as find their music wherever great music is sold.